Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It's a special day. Are you going to cry today? I am. So I'll just get that out right now. Uh, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, we introduced to you a new member of our team here at KFUO. Came to us for a very special a season. Um, it's what? been a little over a year you now. You haven't been here for like five years? No. Why does it feel a like year? That? A year and three months, I think. Man. Something like that. Yeah. It's like you've always been here. It was right around the time that we returned to the office. Yeah. yeah. Came back to the office, and then we had this new person in the office with Who us. Who is that guy? Pastor James Cleland. <laughs> Hello. Production specialist here at KFUO Radio, and now pastor, associate pastor? Associate elect. pastor. Associate pastor elect. Elect. Yeah, I haven't been installed yet. St. Mark Lutheran Church and School in Houston, Texas. Yes. You're leaving us. I'm leaving y'all. Sorry. Yes. Um, the <laughs> Lord has seen I don't want to, to leave. I really don't. <laughs> we don't want you to leave either. Um, but uh, the Lord has good plans. I'm certain of that. Yes. And bringing you to the saints of St. Mark Lutheran Church and School in Houston, Texas, yeah, and being a Texas boy, and yeah. uh, you're going your, home. Your wife being yeah. a Texan as well, returning to your native land. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's appropriate. But yep. Before we even talk about going to St. Mark, let's talk about how you ended up here. <laughs> yeah, in St. Louis. What was your path to St. Louis and Concordia Seminary in St. Louis? Then we'll talk about coming. Well, to I I was a, a Lutheran school teacher in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And was attending Soul Thirst Lutheran Church, uh, and they quickly identified me as someone they could have help with youth and family ministry because I had a summer camp background. I used to run summer camps, mm, so that I found my a lot. yes. <laughs> it explains so much. <laughs> so I found myself doing a ton of youth ministry again and teaching at a Lutheran school, and we quickly realized, James, you're you're doing specific ministry here. You need to get. Uh, trained for that. So I started doing the specific ministry pastor program uh, through Concordia Seminary and became a vicar at Salter's Lutheran Church for two years and then ordained and was a pastor there for two years, completed the specific ministry program and realized I'm being called to ministry as my full-time vocation. I was bivocational for so long. And the best way to do that was to continue my education in person at Concordia Seminary doing the MDiv program. Moved up here, started that, uh, you know, tried to, to live off our savings, and that was, that was wild. And my <laughs> wife was like, you should, you should look for a part-time job. I'm like, okay, cool. And uh, she found one for me. She, she went on. She, she found it. She, she found the listing. She's like, you'd be perfect for this. It's, it's radio stuff. You do podcasting. That, that'd be great. You're a Lutheran. It's Lutheran radio. Um, it pays money. We need that. So I applied, and, and you guys uh, hired me as the part-time production assistant, um, and I fell in love with the work. It was awesome, and I think I begged y'all, can I work more? Um, <laughs> that doesn't or, happen that often. No. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we attempted doing full-time with me here as a production specialist while I went full-time at Concordia Seminary, which which was fun. Sounds like a great plan, right? Oh, my. I'm amazed you're, like, still breathing and upright. I, I turned in my last assignment last week, 
And it was just the weirdest feeling. I walked around for three days feeling like I, you know, was missing my wallet or something. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and it was that whole component. I didn't have any homework to do. I was like, oh, wow, I can breathe. Um, so I came into work and had plenty of stuff to catch up on. So There is always plenty to do here if you're ever bored. <laughs> uh, right. There's always something. Radio is, is, is kind of a moving um, goal line, a moving... End, end point. It never ends. Nope. <laughs> Hourly <laughs> deadlines never. every day. Yes, yep. exactly. There's always something to but. do. <laughs> Otherwise, we don't have radio. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so how did you how did you juggle all of that? Because I mean, you have kids too, and a wife. Oh, I do have kids and a wife <laughs> and a dog. I should <laughs> check in on them. I haven't seen them in a year. A wife, kids, dog. <laughs> yeah. Full time um, student. Full time employee. Student. You know, uh, I'll, I'll say first and foremost, it, it wasn't me. Um, if anything good happened out of this, it was totally Holy Spirit at work and uh, the Holy Spirit working through my wife uh, <laughs> to, to help me with this. Uh, I could not have done any of it without my lovely wife, Ryan. Um, I'll also say this, uh, Trello, if you've never used Trello before, <laughs> it's a, a, pro- a project management software. I have used it to to totally manage, micromanage myself through all of this. And, and the other shout out I'll give is that the specific ministry program through Concordia Seminary that I took before coming out to the Masters in Divinity program was very difficult mm-hmm. um, and really, really prepped me not only for ministry in general and, and specifically, but also when I came into the MDiv program, it had laid such a strong foundation that uh, the courses that I took through the MDiv program, a lot of it was like, oh, I know that from SMP or, oh, I've had um, experience doing this particular thing we're talking about because I was a vicar for two years and a pastor for two years. So I'll, I'll give a shout out to the specific ministry program and everyone uh, working in and through that because uh, doing the MDiv program was was difficult. But I, I, it was not as difficult as I thought because I had already read half the books, <laughs> which was really helpful. Or I'd go back and look at my notes from that program because uh, we had stellar, stellar professors uh, in SMP um, who really prepped me for it. So, and, and then the other thing I'll say is I had great training here at at uh, KFUO. Uh, Andy's an amazing, amazing <laughs> boss, amazing teammates here that when I had stuff going on, uh, whether it was my time in the hospital with some heart issues that turned out okay, don't worry everyone. Um, <laughs> everyone picks up everyone else's slack around here, um, but in a very supportive and uh, wonderful way. So I couldn't have done it without you guys. Aww. So. Well, we would have been very lost without you as well. For Goes the, both ways. Yeah, yeah. That you did the same um, for me as well when I was out. You're like, or planning to be out. You're like, what can I do? What can I do? So always making sure that everything was getting done in a timely manner here, and and we and 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 done very professionally. We certainly appreciate that. Well, thanks. There so, was one day. Sorry, there was one day. I, you remember this? I printed out all of my instructions for how I post all of our podcasts <laughs> yeah. because I had to leave unexpectedly. Unexpectedly. Yeah. And I wrote my instructions, just, just gave it to you and said, here, we here go. I'm sorry. <laughs> it worked out. I figured it out. And it worked out. out. You yeah, did you, it. It was you, great. You fixed all my mistakes when you got back. There, there was were only right. a few. Everything was posted, though. It was wonderful. Was it color-coded? Usually the notes you give me are color-coded. I think it color-coded. was color-coded. Yeah, it was. Yes. That was helpful. <laughs> Color codes your notes. All right, so you've been in St. Louis for a little while. You yeah. moved to St. Louis, and then we had a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was so that was fun. You came here to take classes in person, and had to and be... ended up back online back taking online. classes. <laughs> um, but you've been here in St. Louis for a little. How many years have you been here in St. Louis? Two years now. Two yeah. years. So, 
you had a little bit of time to experience sure. St. Louis yeah. and some of our landmarks and culture and things. Um, landmarks that you experienced that you would recommend to future visitors? Well, absolutely anything in Forest Park. So that would include mm. Forest Park itself. And during the pandemic, that was our oasis because uh, it was outdoors and you could avoid people. It's mm-hmm. it's one of the greatest city parks, I think, in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the zoo that's in Forest Park, totally free, which is awesome. We would be walking through Forest Park and realize, hey, y'all, y'all want to go to the zoo, kids? And I'm like, okay. So we'd hop in the zoo. <laughs> um, and the art museum uh, in Forest Park is amazing. It's, it's just so cool, the different works that they have in there. And it's just a well-curated museum. Uh, so you haven't been there, go there. And then I will say this. If you haven't been to City Museum, <laughs> check out City Museum. There is nowhere else in the world like it. Um, I'm a bit of a control freak and a little bit agoraphobic. And the first time I went there, I had a full-on panic attack in the first five minutes. Once I got through that, it was the most amazing experience. So it's like if Salvador Dali designed a museum slash um, playground that takes up four or five stories of a warehouse. Did you go down the slide? Oh, I went down every slide. I don't know if I could do that. It was... uh, it tested all my boundaries, <laughs> but it was fun. So I was, and we got a, we ended up getting a, a annual pass for that. And went back multiple times. So nice. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. It is. It's also it's, very easy you, to get lost. It's in that so building. easy. But that, they won't even give you a map. It's so cool. We got there, and I started having my panic attack when I saw a mom write her phone number on her child's arm <laughs> in case he got separated. I'm like, oh no, what am I getting into? <laughs> So, I'm having actually, panic right now just thinking about it. Thank you. <laughs> my wife write her phone number on my arm. Right, right. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, let's talk about, uh, I don't know, food. Yeah. Uh, you, you you have some favorites. I do. Were you I, able to find your favorites here? I found, uh, well, te- Tex-Mex <laughs> was hard to find here, but yeah. if you haven't been to Uncle Julio's in Frontenac. That's an actual oh. restaurant from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So if you want real Tex-Mex, uh-huh. go there. Um, they have handmade tortillas, mm. which is, wow. is a must in Texas. Um, besides that, we found we found some other good Tex-Mex. Uh, Nacho Mamas on oh, Manchester. Yep. Pretty pretty good. Um, my other favorite food is Indian food, and there's some stuff on uh, Del Mar uh, that's pretty good for Indian food. But I'll say the St. Louis local stuff is pretty amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. if you like Prevel, if you want to call that cheese, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, St. Louis pizza is good. But there's some other like hidden things. Um, St. Louis does really good Chinese food, oh. just amazing Chinese food, and it has a unique thing called the uh, St. Paul sandwich. It's egg foo young on on white bread with lettuce, tomato, and mayonnaise. It sounds weird, but it's good. Um, and I'd say St. Louis might have some of the best burgers in the nation. Yeah. Um, especially High Point, if you haven't been there. Seriously good hamburger. I had way too many of them, which might have led to my uh, coronary uh, oh, no. incident. But yeah, so I haven't had one in three months, but I really would love to. <laughs> Did you ever have gooey butter cake? I love gooey butter cake. Uh, oh, oh, Clementine's ice cream. Uh, gooey butter cake ice cream. Oh man! So we 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 live next to the seminary in a house or in a, a townhome or whatever you want to call it uh, that is next door to Clementine's. Oh, boy. and that was very dangerous because um, we would get it at least once a week. But man, Clementine's is amazing. But you have to wait in line forever to get you it. You do, you do. <laughs> they have a very long line sometimes. Um, they've been really nice to the seminary community too. They donated ice cream the other day for a, a going away party for uh, Pastor Marriott, which I thought was just so sweet oh. of them. So shout out to Clementines. Uh, 
and I'll take more free ice cream, please. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They probably knew when he was coming and when he was ordering. He loves ice cream. (laughs) So, and he too heading to Texas. Yes, everyone's going to Texas. Going to Texas. Come on. So, everyone join me. Maybe we should go to Texas. (laughs) Tell us us, um, about the congregation that you'll be serving in Houston. Yeah, so St. Mark is in Houston. It's it's um, worships about I think three hundred or so on a Sunday. Um, pastor Pat Mop, or Matt Popovitz is the pastor. <laughs> Pat Mopovitz. Matt Popovitz is the pastor. Really, really great guy who I knew through some other circles, um, and we connected in this whole call process. I'm excited to learn from him. He's he's a great public speaker. Um, the school there is amazing. Uh, they just finished building a new school building, so I'm excited about my kids attending there and my. My wife will actually uh, be taking a job there too uh, as a special education teacher, oh, which nice. is her her forte. Um, just a wonderful community. Lots of Texas Aggies there, which I like too. Um, <laughs> shout out to my fellow Aggies. Uh, just a beautiful, beautiful congregation who is really, really focused on proclaiming the gospel to the context they're in um, through new and creative ways. And that's what I'm all about. So I'm excited. And you get to work alongside a DCE again. I do. I yeah, well. Cassie. Of course. Yeah. Oh, Cassie's great. Shout Cassie is to, a great DCE. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Oh, and my buddy from the SEM is coming as a vicar. My next door neighbor uh, called there as a vicar too. No way. Yeah. So, and he's our dog sitter. So that's going to work out great. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> Built in dog sitter. <laughs> yep. Well, we are looking forward to we're, we're sad to see you leave here. We do have another opportunity. We get to meet up with you at the youth gathering in yeah, Houston there. in July. Yes. So we get to uh, team to up with you. And I know that we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll be doing some projects together in Absolutely. the future. While we might not hear you on the air every day like no. we have, um, we'll get to hear you through June and then uh, catch up with you at the youth gathering in July. But uh, we're so grateful for the time that we've gotten to have with you here at KFUO. Sad to see you leave. I'm sad to leave. (laughs) Certainly (laughs) we'll be uh, lifting you up in prayer, especially uh, including the the saints at St. Mark's in Houston as well. Awesome. Thank you. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.